0: So your name hangs with idols. Preparation, second, fundamental, vital. Each game is survival. Never Drop, be The I your town, Man, like the Miami. Yeah, South Beach, they be us the stuff. Oh. Yeah. 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 Take some of the Yeah, that is your National Basketball Association. only one side of the up. Yeah. Yeah. to Hey everyone, and welcome to the NBA 2K League show here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Now we're going to start off this week with some news that the league announced last week regarding the TURN tournament, which is powered by AT&T. Now this tournament obviously will feature all 23 NBA 2K League teams who are going to play in a single elimination tournament over four days, which will begin on Wednesday, July 22nd and end on Saturday, July 25th. Now the matches are going to be played in a best-of-three series, with the winner of each match will be advancing to the next round. Now the seeding for this tournament is not based strictly on wins and losses, but it will be based on a team's regular season winning percentage. Now what's going to happen is the teams who are ranked 10 through 23 will have to compete on the Wednesday, July 22nd to win their way into the Thursday 16-team bracket. Now, all matches are going to air live on the NBA 2K League's Twitch channel. As well, there will be some select matches which will air live on ESPN's digital platforms and the NBA 2K League's YouTube channel and on delay on the EGG network in Southeast Asia. Now, ESPN2 will also air matches live on Wednesday, July 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and on Saturday, July 25th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, like it was last year, there will be archetype bans and here's how it's going to work. Now, in the first game of each match during the tournament, each team will determine two archetypes that cannot be used in the match by either team. Now before the second game of the match, each team will select an additional archetype that cannot be used by either team. Now if the series goes to a third game, there will be no additional archetype bans at that point. There is a lot of money up for grabs. All teams are going to be competing for a prize pool of $260,000. Now the champion of this year's tournament will win one hundred and seventeen thousand dollars second place will take home fifty two thousand dollars the third and fourth place teams will each get twenty two thousand one hundred dollars the fifth through to the eighth place teams will earn eleven thousand seven hundred dollars in total prize money now it'll be really interesting to see uh, how the archetype band comes into play and we are going to be watching Last year's champion, the Warriors Gaming Squad, to see if they will defend their title. So make sure you tune in starting Wednesday, July 22nd at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you tune in. Check it out. It's going to be a great tournament. We are now going to take you through week 10 of the NBA 2K League season, starting with a full slate of games on night one. Let's start in virtual Philly, where the 76ers GC were playing host to a Nets GC team battling for a top nine spot in order to secure a playoff spot. Now both teams were coming in on identical three-game winning streaks, so one team would see their streak ended in this series. In Game 1, the 76ers came out of the gate very quickly, leading at the half by 15 points, up 47-32, mostly on the back of their point guard, Radiant. The Nets' GC closed the gap in the second half, but not enough as the 76ers' GC took Game 1 82-71, with Radiant exploding for 55 total points in this one, shooting 23-33 for 33 from the field. The rest of the 76ers' GC squad shot well as a team, they were 34 for 48 from the field and 9 for 12 from three-point land. Now in Game 2, the Nets GC returned the favor when they took a 40-27 to lead into halftime. From there, they cruised to a comfortable victory, taking Game 2 68-58. to 58. Now Chalk led the way with 37 points for the Nets GC, going 14 for 20 from the field and 4 for 6 from downtown but the Nets also got contributions from randoms going 7 for 9, which was good for 15 points, and Shuttles chipped in with 12 of his own. Radiant led the 76ers in a losing effort with 38 points. Now the table was set for a crucial Game 3. Now Game 3 was a dogfight, as the teams took this one into overtime, with the experience of the 76ers GC perhaps coming into play as they came out on top 80 to 74 to take the series and grabbing their fourth victory in a row. Radiant was a force in this one as he almost equal his game one outburst with 53 points, going 21 for 33 and 4 for 6 from beyond the arc. The 76ers GC also got double digit scoring from Screddy with 14 points, and both User Pick and Breadwinner pouring in 10 points to help their squad take the victory and putting a blow in the Nets' GC playoff chances. Now next up was a battle between two of the top teams in the league. Jazz Gaming taking on the squad from the Lone Star State, Mavs Gaming. Now game one saw some interesting lineups on both sides. We saw the Jazz move compete to shooting guard, and Lottie to small forward, while the Mavs moved dimes from the two slot down to the three, and by any means Mo moving up to the shooting guard position. Now this one was close, with the Jazz squeaking out a three-point victory with a final score of 72-69. to The Jazz were led by the potential rookie of the year, Splashy, with 34 points, but they also got a strong contribution from Season 2 number 1 overall pick, Rhea, who ended up with a double-double with 16 points and 11 rebounds. He was perfect from the field going 7-for-7. Seven seven. Now, overall, the Jazz shot very well, going 28 for 41, but this game was one beyond the arc, with the Jazz going 11 for 16 from downtown, compared to 7 for 13 from the Mavs Gaming. Now, both teams turned up the heat on the defensive end in game two, which led to a much lower scoring game. The Jazz team struggled with shooting the ball as Splashy went 8 for 25 from the field and only 3 for 11 from downtown. Overall, the team from Salt Lake City shot 23 for 45 and 8 for 24 from three-point territory. Now, the Mavs were much more efficient with their offense, shooting 24 for 44 from the field and 6 for 10 from three-point land and ended up taking Game 2 59 to 55, which forced a third and deciding game. Now, in Game 3, the Jazz found scoring from every position, as they took a 7-point lead into the locker room at halftime, up 30-23. They extended that lead to 15 points after the 3rd quarter with a 49-34 lead. Now a big 4th quarter by the Jazz allowed them to turn this one into a flood, taking this one 80-58 and winning the series. Now the Jazz didn't rely on just one player for their offense they had four players in double digits with Rhea leading the way with 28 points and it was almost perfect going 13 for 14 from the field. The Mavs actually did not help themselves. They turned the ball over 12 times in this game and falling to 9 and 5 while the Jazz improved their record to a very impressive 10 and 2. Now, the third matchup of the night looked like a mismatch on paper as the 8-3 Warriors gaming squad took on the 3-9 Pistons GT from the Motor City. But the games are played on the court and not on paper. The Pistons GT gave the Warriors everything they could handle in Game 1, as they held a shocking 8-point lead at the half. The Warriors gaming must have regrouped at halftime, because they came out playing better in the third quarter, As they shaved 6 points off the lead. And trailed by only 2 heading into the 4th quarter. Now a low scoring 4th quarter saw the Warriors outscore the Pistons by 2 points. And they forced this one into overtime. Now nothing was solved in the 1st overtime. As both teams scored 9 points. Which forced the 2nd overtime. Where the Warriors squeaked out an incredible 1 point victory. Taking the game 80-79. Now the Pistons took very good care of the ball because they only turned the ball over four times but did not have their shooting touch as they only shot 34 for 63 and 11 for 27 from downtown. With a bit more scoring touch they could have scored a major upset in game one. Now CB13 was full value in this one scoring 32 points while collecting 15 assists. Be smooth. Also played a key role in this one, shooting 6 for 8 from 3. And Slaughter continues to quietly have a great season. He scored 10 points and pulled down 17 rebounds. Now Game 2 was a different story, and it seemed like the Pistons' GT had left everything on the floor in Game 1 because they had nothing left in the tank for Game 2. They lost this one in convincing fashion, falling by 37 points with a final score of 92 to 55. This one was over after the first quarter as the Warriors dominated right from the opening tip-off as they sprinted out to a 20-8 lead. They cruised the rest of the way to take this series in a sweep and CB13 once again led the way with 43 points but he also got a lot of support as all five Warriors players scored in double digits. The Pistons' abysmal shooting continued as they went 20 for. 24 for 50, and 5 for 17 in three-point attempts. Their backcourt of Demon JT, unlike a pro, combined for 20 for 48 from the field. Now those kind of numbers will not get it done, especially against one of the top teams in the league. Now night one ended with the Hawks Talon GC taking on the Wizards District Gaming. After a promising start to the season, The Hawks have been struggling recently, so a matchup against the 8-2 Wizards is perhaps not what the doctor ordered. Game 1 was over early, as the Hawks' talent did not start this game on time, falling way behind 26-10 after the first quarter. The Wizards' DG flexed their muscles in this one, as every starter scored at least 10 points, with Dave Fry coming within 3 assists of a triple-double. He ended up with 10 points, 17 rebounds and 7 assists. Now Reese the God was also a force in this one at small forward as he scored 23 points, shooting 7 for 9 from the 3 and Nudini chipped in 12 points, only missing one shot, going 5 for 6. Now Game 2 was a much closer affair, but the Hawks still trailed at the half 38 to 31. After an even third quarter, the Wizards proved to be too much for the Hawks as they outscored them 35 to 14 in the final frame, taking game two 90 to 60. Now the Wizards' stingy defense forced BP to turn the ball over 10 times, which led to a number of easy buckets for the Wizards. The season three number one overall pick JBM was on fire in this one, going 18 for 23 and 9 for 13 from three, while just awkward showed his value at shooting guard by contributing 11 points and 5 assists, but also collecting 3 steals on the defensive end. With the win, the Wizards' DG improved to 9-2, while the Hawks' slide continues, and now they sit at 4-7. Now, night 2 of Week 10 in the NBA 2K League brought some interesting matchups, some with definite playoff implications. Let's start with perhaps the most important series of the week, with the 7-5 Nets taking on the 6-6 Grizz Gaming. With the Nets GC coming on a loss the night before against the surging 76ers, this was a series that they had to have. Now Game 1 got off to a slow start with the Nets leading 13-10 after the first quarter. The scoring picked up after that as the Nets GC outlasted the Grizz Gaming, taking Game 1 80-72. A balanced offense from the Nets was the difference with Chalk leading the way with 31 points, 14 assists, and 4 steals. The rest of the team stepped up with randoms getting 15 points with both Wavy and Shuttles putting down 16 points as well. Now Shuttles also won the battle of the boards against Goofy in this one, pulling down 18 rebounds to Goofy's 11. Now, Vandy was a scoring machine, dropping 47 points to and eight assists in this one, but there was not enough scoring support from his teammates to pull this one out. Now Game two was a must win for the Grizz gaming, and their desperation showed as they jumped out to a seventeen to 14 lead after the first quarter. The nets responded in the second quarter, outscoring the Grizz 16 to ten and leading at the half thirty to twenty seven and they were looking poised to sweep this series. Now knowing that their playoff hopes were on the line, The Grizz defense forced the Nets' GC offense into 14 turnovers, which led to a dominant second half with the Grizz outscoring the Nets 37-22 and taking Game 2 64-52. Now Vandy's scoring was much less than Game 1, but he was helped out by Authentic Africans, 17 points and 3 steals. Randoms was solid again in the loss, scoring 15 points, going 7-10 for from the field, and Shuttles was an absolute beast on the boards, pulling down 21 rebounds. Now, as predicted, this one had to go to a Game 3. Now, just like in Game 1, the Nets GC held a 3-point lead after the first quarter, but that's as far as it went for the Nets. Vandy took this game over, leading the Grizz to a dominant 2nd and 3rd quarters, outscoring the Nets 25-11 in the 2nd and 21-14 in the 3rd, and ending this series with a lopsided 90 to 69 victory. Vandy was almost unstoppable, scoring 54 points, shooting 22 for 34 from the field and 6 for 8 from 3, dishing out 7 assists and stealing the ball 4 times. Now when this one was over, the Nets had dropped their second series of the week and falling to 7 and 6, and with the victory, the Grizz were now and the Grizz were now even with the Nets at 7 6. Now the next matchup was the battle for supremacy in the Sunshine State as the 3-7 Heat Check Gaming took on their state rivals from Orlando in the Magic Gaming. Now it's no secret that both these teams have been struggling with online play this season but someone had to come out of this one with a victory. Game 1 saw a Magic team continue to underperform as they fell behind to a young heat check gaming team 35-27. Now at the break, Coach Jonah must have given the Magic players a very inspired message as the Magic came out, looking like a completely different team in the second half. It only took one quarter for them to erase the eight-point deficit and only trailed by one point heading into the final frame. The fourth quarter belonged to the Magic as they outscored the Heat 31-14, and they cruised to a 16-point win, 81-65. to 65. The Season 2 Rookie of the Year, Reezy, he looked like his old self as he scored 43 points in Game 1, shooting 17 for 27. In Game 2, the second quarter was the difference, as the Magic outscored the Heat 24-14 and ended up taking the game 80-64 and the Series 2 games to none. Once again, Reezy was almost unstoppable shooting 23 for 33 from the field and 5 for 8 from 3, and ended up with his best output of the season, scoring 53 points. The Magic Gaming have finally seemed to find a lineup that works by putting DT at center and May at the power forward position. So for now, the Magic from Orlando are the kings of the Sunshine State. Next up, saw the Wizards in action for the second night in a row taking on Pacers Gaming, a team in a major free-fall, having lost their last five games. Now this one started out fairly evenly, as the Wizards held a slim three-point lead after one quarter, 17-14. But the Red Hot Wizards proved to be too much the rest of the way in Game 1 by scoring 69 points in the final three quarters, while only giving up 44. Now JBM leads the Wizards with 32 points, and he continued to find ways to get his teammates involved as Just Awkward contributed 24 points going 11 for 13 and Dayfry I put up 18 points of his own going 9 for 10 from the field. Now for the Pacers, Bohio continues to sit on the bench as the Pacers search for their identity. They again started Jomar jo at point guard with Wolf starting at the two spot. Well, 16 turnovers later, this one ended in a Wizards-DG 86-58 victory. In Game 2, it was once again the second quarter. The Wizards outscored the Pacers 21-12 in that frame and cruised to a 76-63 victory, and they swept the series to move to 10-2 on the season. Once again, it was scoring by committee for the Wizards as JBM scored 25, just awkward, chipped in 13 Reese the God put in 19 points, and Dayfry scored 14. The Wizards were extremely efficient with their shooting, as JBM shot 11 for 15, Just Awkward was 6 for 7, and Reese was 7 for 7, going 5 for 5 from three-point territory. The Pacers, on the other hand, continue to struggle mightily, with their fourth overall pick sitting on the bench. They shot under 50%, while turning the ball over nine times as they fell to four and nine on the season. Now in the final matchup of night two, the Warriors Gaming Squad looked to continue rolling against the Bucks Gaming. Game one was an epic battle of point guards that saw the rookie Reg outperform CB13 38 points to 13. But in the end, it was major contributions from Beast Move and Slaughter which helped the Warriors squeak out a one point victory 74 to 73. Beast Move looked like the season two Beast Move as he scored 22 points on 8 for 10 shooting and 6 for 7 shooting from beyond the arc. Slaughter was a monster at center. He scored 19 points, collected 15 rebounds, and got 5 assists. The Bucks got solid performances from Squidris, who scored 13 points, and Plondo, who ended up with 12 points and 15 rebounds, but they needed more from Mayrooks, who so only managed to get 5 points in this game. Now just a bit more from Mayrooks could have been the difference in this game. So the Warriors took advantage of the momentum of a close Game 1 win to close out the series in the minimum 2 games with a 79-53 victory in Game 2. Now beast move was a perfect in Game 2, going 8-for-8 eight eight from 3, which was good for 24 points. But they also got a big game from Gradient, who shot 7-for-9 and scored 17 points, while CB13 earned a double-double with 28 points and 13 assists. Now Overall, the Warriors were phenomenal in the shooting department, going 30-for-44 and 15-for-19 from 3. For the Bucks, Reg had a team-high 28 points. But as a team, the Bucks only shot 14% from three-point territory, which was definitely the difference in this one. Now, night three of week 10 saw a lighter schedule in the NBA 2K League with the postponement of the Magic T-Wolves gaming series. Now, the first series was a complete mismatch as the 20th place Pacers took on the 12-0 Raptors Uprising squad from Toronto. The Pacers' gaming continued to mix things up, in hopes of finding their ideal lineup. They kept, uh, kept Joe Mar at point guard, but moved Swizzert to shooting guard, Bobby buckets to point forward, and they moved Wolf down to the five. None of that mattered as the Raptors completely annihilated the Pacers. It started with a 22-9 first quarter in the Raptors' favor, and it ended with a 38-point fourth quarter on their way to a record-breaking 112-point performance and a 50-point victory over the Pacers' gaming. As a team, the Raptors' shooting was nothing short of astounding as they shot 77% from the field and 71% from three-point territory. Kenny continued his MVP-type season scoring 44 points on 19-for-25 shooting while dishing out 10 assists. The Raptors were dominant at every position, with Timely Cook scoring 19 points, Legit tallied 16 points, and Sick added 26 of his own, going 13-for-13 shooting. Raptors also distributed the ball very effectively, as they put up 34 assists as a team and had 11 steals. Now in Game 2, the Pacers showed some fight, as they actually held the lead at halftime, 39-38. But as everyone knows, the Raptors are a second half team and this game would be no different. They outscored the Pacers by 10 points in the third quarter and by six in the fourth to cruise to a 95 to 80 victory and a two game sweep of the overmatched Pacers. Once again, Kenny was outstanding, scoring 41 points, shooting 70 percent from the field and 87 percent from three. As a team, the Raptors shot 69% from the field and 75% from downtown. In the series, the Raptors were white-hot, shooting 73% from the field overall and 73% from three-point territory for this series. The lone bright spot for the Pacers came from Joe in Game 2 as he scored 39 points. Now, with only three games remaining, the Raptors took another step toward a perfect regular season, as they are now an incredible 13-0. and Now the second matchup of the night pitted the Gen.G Tigers of Shanghai against Dimes and the Mavs Gaming. After a hot start, the Gen.G point guard has cooled off considerably, and that trend continued in Game 1 as Shifty Kai only shot 30%, which is not a recipe for success against the powerful Mavs Gaming team. The Mavs outscored their opponents 21-5 to in the second quarter and actually outscored Genji in all four quarters in this game to win in convincing fashion 85-56. Now a lot of credit should go to Dimes for willingly moving off point guard to make room for Sherm, who has not disappointed. Sherm rose to the occasion again in Game 1, scoring 32 points and collecting 13 assists, going 15-18 for 18 from the field. Now, by any means, Mo made a statement in this game with a stellar 27 points, shooting 85% and going 5 for 6 from 3. The Mavs as a team shot really well. They shot 76% from the field in this game. Now, in Game 2, the Genji Tigers ended the Mavs streak of outscoring them in every quarter by jumping out to a 17-15 lead, but that is where it ended. The Mavs bounced back with a big second and fourth quarters to take Game 2, 80-61. Now, Sherm scored a double-double with 24 points and 10 assists. Mo tallied 15 points. Dime scored 22. And Pete ended with 14 points at the center position. Now, Shifty Kide did bounce back nicely from a poor Game 1 performance. He got 36 points in this one while shooting 55% from the field. With the loss to the Mavs, Genji will now have to rely on the ticket tournament in order to make the playoffs, while the Mavs sit very comfortably in a playoff spot heading into the turn tournament. Now in the final matchup of the night, the Bucks gaming faced a very tough Kingsguard gaming team who were looking to put an end to the Bucks playoffs hopes. Not many were giving the Bucks gaming a chance in this series as they were facing one of the best defensive teams in the league. However, the Bucks proved that they can score points against just about anybody as they filled the bucket all night long scoring 84 points against a team who normally gives up close to 60 points a game. Now the two teams went toe-to-toe in this slugfest, but it was the Bucks' gaming who were the last team standing in this one as they pulled out an 84-78 victory. A 33-point performance by Bash of the Kings was wasted as Reg of the Bucks exploded for 50 points, and A-Rooks came to life in this one, scoring 19 points of his own. Now both teams shot extremely well in this game, with the Kings shooting 62%, but the Bucks were just that much better as they shot 73% in this one. Now After a predictable bounce-back victory by the Kings in Game 2, 63-48, this one all came down to the third and final game. With the Bucs' playoffs lives on the line, they battled the Kings to a 20-20 tie after the first quarter, but they rode Reg and A-Rooks to a big second quarter and halftime lead of 39-31. The Kings would fight back in the third quarter to narrow the lead to four points, entering the last quarter. Now this one came down to the wire, and a clutch three-point basket by the Bucks' rookie PG, who showed that he can perform under pressure as the Bucks walked away with a one-point victory and the series win, which kept their slim playoff hopes alive for the time being. The Bucs got 27 points from Reg, they got 26 from a as well, and 16 from the struggling Plondo. The Bucs have had an up-and-down season so far, but when they get scoring from these three, they are a force to be reckoned with and can beat almost any team in the league. Now, the fourth and final night in Week 10 of the NBA 2K League season had three games on the schedule, as the T-Wolves series against the Blazers was postponed. The first matchup of the night had the 4-7 Hawks heading to virtual Philadelphia take, to take on the 5-8 76ers GC. After a 3-1 start to the season, the Hawks have gone 1-6 and six and have fallen out of the playoff race very quickly. On the other end, the 76ers, who started off horribly, have seemed to have found their footing in the last couple of weeks, and have been steadily climbing up the standings. Now with the Hawks sliding, and the 76ers surging, it looked like the 76ers GC would be the favourites to take this series, and Game 1 definitely supported that theory, as Radiant showed why he is perhaps one of the best point guards in the league by scoring 44 points and leading his team to a big second and third quarter and a 68 to 41 lead after the third quarter. The 76ers GC would go on to cruise to a victory of 85 to 67 in game one. It was interesting to note that the Hawks played Arkell for the first time this season in place of follow the God. Now Game two was more of the same as the 76ers GC completed the sweep with a 67-48 win over the hapless Hawks. BP struggled in Game 2, only shooting 37% while turning over the ball 10 times. Radiant led his team with 30 points for the 76ers GC and their 5th victory in a row and have climbed several spots in the standings up to 15th place. Although a top-nine finish seems very unlikely for the 76ers GC, they are looking poised to make a run in the ticket tournament and maybe securing a playoff spot, and if that happens, there is no telling how far the 76ers might go in Season 3. The second matchup of the night would see the Jekyll and Hyde Cavs Legion taking on the Heat Check Gaming. Now with the Cavs at 4-5 and and the Heat at 3-8, both teams will definitely have to rely on the ticket tournament if they want to make the playoffs. Now in Game 1, the Heat check got much needed scoring from TB Shift A and Hot Shot as they scored 25 points and 29 points respectively to carry the Heat to a Game 1 victory of 79-54. to 54. They were both solid on the defensive end with 5 steals apiece. Now the Cavs continue to struggle scoring enough points as they were held in this one to just 6 points in the third quarter and 54 points in the game. The Cavs continued their Jekyll and Hyde season as they exploded for 81 points in Game 2, winning 81-58 to 58 to even the series. They had Doza back at point guard, who rewarded that decision by scoring a whopping 38 points, while Larry had a big game at center with a triple-double, scoring 10 points, pulling down 21 rebounds and collecting 10 assists. In the third and deciding game, the Cavs got good performances from Doza with 25 points, Strainer got 16 points, and Larry had 23, but they still lost the game at 71-64. Both God of 2K and All Hail Trey failed to score any points at all in this one, which was a big part of why the Cavs fell short. Now for the Heat Check Gaming, their rookie point guard Glenn Ratty scored 20 points while getting another big game from TB Shifte with 22 points and solid efforts from Delusion with 11 points and Hotshot with 10 points. But at times it looked like neither team wanted this win as they both gave the ball away 16 times in this game. But with the win, the Heat improved to 4-8 and, and the Cavs drop to 4-6. Well, the NBA 2K League saved the best game for last in Week 10 as the white-hot Jazz Gaming took on Grizz Gaming to end the week. The Grizz Gaming were 7-6 coming into this matchup and fighting for their playoff lives. So the Jazz knew they would be a very desperate team. Splashy, the Jazz rookie point guard scored 40 points and the Jazz team shot 58% from the field but it was not enough as the Grizz got 35 points from Vandy, 14 from J-Rod, and 13 from Goofy to take Game 1 74-69. Goofy also did a great job on the boards, pulling down 20 rebounds. Now in Game 2, the Jazz wasted no time making up for the Game 1 loss. They jumped out to a 25-12 first quarter lead, which propelled them to an 86-67 win to Avian the Series. Splashy had a huge game, with 52 points going 11-for-15 from 3, which contributed to the Jazz going 17-for-24 from 3 in this game. Now Vandy was not a factor in this one, shooting 40%, and the support from the rest of the team was just not there as they fell in this one, and were facing a very tough Game 3. Now in Game 3, Vandy continued to struggle with shooting only going 41% against a very stingy Jazz defense. Now thankfully for the Grizz, the Jazz also struggled to put up a lot of points in this one, and this one came down to the wire. With the Jazz up 58-57 in the final seconds of the game, Vandy had the ball under the Jazz basket, and after three or four pump fakes, went up for the shot where he threw up a prayer and drew a foul at the same time. And when the shot fell, Vandy went to the foul line to complete the and-one to take a 59-58 lead with 4.9 seconds left. The Jazz called a timeout to talk things over and design a play that might pull out the victory and the series win. Coming out of the timeout, Lord Beezus lines up to inbound the ball. He finds an open splashy at the elbow who quickly passes to a cutting Lottie who drives the basket and banks in a left-handed layup with 0.7 seconds left to win the game in dramatic fashion, 60-59, to 59, and take him the series two games to one. The victory put the Jazz at 11-2, and, and just about puts a dagger in the Grizz Gaming hopes of qualifying for the playoffs in the top nine and avoiding the ticket tournament. We are going to shift gears now, and we're going to look at some stats leaders in the NBA 2K League through week number 10. We're going to start with the scoring leaders in points per game. The top 10 is being led by none other than OFAB of Celtics Crossover Gaming. He is averaging 34.8 points per game. At number 2 is Kenny Got Work with the Raptors Uprising at 34.0 points per game. Coming in at number 3 is Reg with the Bucks Gaming at 33.1. At number 4 is Mama, I'm That Man at 32.7 points per game. Halfway through at number 5, we have Sav with the Lakers Gaming at 32.4 points per game. Number 6 is CB13 Charles Bostwick of the Warriors Gaming Squad at 31.7 points per game. Jumping into the top 10 at number 7 is Radiant with the 76ers GC at 31.0 points per game. At number 8 is Vandy with Grizz Gaming at 30.9 points per game. Number 9 is Genji's own Shifty Kai at 30.8 points per game. And rounding out the top 10 is Chalk at 29.1 points per game. A couple of interesting observations about this list. Number 1, obviously, is that all 10 play the point guard position. Also interesting to note that 4 of the top 10 are rookies. You have Reg at number 3. Sav at number five. You also have Shifty Kai and Chalk at number nine and number ten. So four of the ten are rookies. And final observation is that seven of these top ten players play on teams currently not in a playoff position. Interesting to note. Moving on to the rebounds per game. So the leaders in rebounds per game through week ten. Number one is Feast. With T-Wolves Gaming at 14.5 rebounds per game. Number two is Slaughter. With Warriors Gaming Squad at 14.4 points per game. Number three, we got Ria. Jazz Gaming, 13.8 points per game. He is tied with One Wild Walnut at 13.8. Also Shuttles tied at 13.8 points uh, rebounds per game. So number three, four, and five. All tied, 13.8 rebounds per game. At number six is the Raptors own Sick at 13.3 rebounds per game. Number seven, Cavs Legion O'Larry at 12.9. Also tied with him is Hot Shot at 12.9 rebounds per game with the Heat Check Gaming. Coming in at number nine is the Knicks, Can't Guard Rob at 12.8 rebounds per game. And rounding out the top 10 is Goofy at 12.7 point rebounds per game. Now, next, we are going to look at the assists leaders through week number 10. Leading the league in assists per game is Chalk at 9.5. Coming in at number 2 is Reg at 8.5 assists per game. Number 3, Mama, I'm that man, 8.4. At number 4, Kenny Got Work, 8.2 assists per game. Number 5 is Shifty Kai with G at 8.1 assists per game. Vandy coming in at number 6 with 8.0 assists per game and tied with him at number 6 is CB13 with 8.0. At number 8, Sav with Lakers Gaming at 7.9 assists per game. Number 9, Bohio with the Pacers Gaming at 7.6 assists per game. And rounding out the top 10 is the Raptors' own sick one, At 7.3 assists per game, really interesting to see Sick cracking the top 10 in assists leaders per game. He is the only non-point guard who cracked the top 10 in that category. So very interesting to note that. Now, final category we're going to look at are the steals per game leaders. Top 10 through week number 10. Number one, Timely Cook with 4.1 steals per game. Number two is Kenny Got Work at 3.4 steals per game. Number three we got Crush of the Kingsguard Gaming at three steals per game. Tied with him are both Shifty Kai and Big Saint with three steals per game. Going down to number six we have Trap at 2.9 steals per game. Number seven TB Shift A 2.9 as well steals per game. Number 8, we have Type, 2.9 steals per game. At number 9, God of 2K with the Cavs Legion at 2.8 steals per game. And rounding out the top 10, just awkward, of the Wizards District Gaming with 2.6 steals per game. Interesting to note that we have Timely Cook and Kenny Got Work of the Raptors, teammates leading at number 1 and number 2. And we also have... A number of rookies on this list, as well as a center. We have type at center, breaking the top 10. So really interesting to look at that as well. So that is your stats leaders through week number 10 in those four categories. Tune in next week where we will have a revised list of the top 10 stats leaders for the NBA 2K League. And now it is that time of the show where we go through our power rankings for week 10 of the NBA 2K League. We are going to work from the bottom at 23 and work our way up all the way up to number one. So we're going to start at the bottom. Number 23, in my opinion, for the power rankings, we got the Lakers Gaming. Lakers Gaming are sitting with a 2-11 record. They have a three-year veteran, Moody, who's on the sidelines, not playing. When he does play, he doesn't play his natural position at center. Uh, The only bright spot for this team right now is Sav. Uh, So for that reason, they are down at 23 for me. Uh, Moving up to 22, we got the Celtics crossover gaming. Uh, Happy for them that they did get their first victory uh, not too long ago. But this team continues to struggle and really is a one-man army with FAB. Uh, Nobody else really is pitching in uh, and having a good season at all. Uh, So the Celtics are deserving of that number 22 slot. Moving up to number 21. We have the Magic Gaming. Now this is a surprise because this is a team full of veterans uh, including Season 2 Rookie of the Year in Reezy. Uh, Toxic is a uh, veteran of the league. Uh, some issues with uh, players coming and going. We know that DT's been uh, missing in action for a while, but he's back playing center and playing well. And uh, Profusion, we don't know where he is. Uh, So a lot going on there. So Magic Gaming really struggling this season with a 5-9 record overall. So they're my number 21 team. Moving up to number 20, we have the Pacers Gaming, who again, can't seem to figure out what to do with that point guard position. Use the number four overall pick in the season three draft to draft Ohio, who after five, six weeks uh, have tossed him aside and have seemingly given up on him. Uh, so they continue to struggle, and they are sliding really, really quickly. Uh, four and nine is their overall record, so they are my number 20 ranked team. Moving up from there, we have the Pistons GT, who also are struggling at the point guard position. Demon JT is having an up-and-down season. Granted, he is having a better season than last year, Uh, but between him and Leica Pro, both are struggling. Uh, Ramo was playing on the wrong build for a while. Uh, Anyway, there's a lot to fix over there, but uh, right now they are sitting down close to the bottom with a 3-10 record, so they are my number 20 team. Next on the list is the 76ers GC. Granted, they have been climbing up the standings recently. They're on a five-game winning streak, but they're not beating anybody of any value. They've been beating up on the Celtics, the Lakers, and the Pistons. Uh, So until they beat a really top-level team, I will continue to keep them ranked down close to the bottom. Uh, Above them at 17, Heat Check Gaming. Again, this is a team full of rookies uh, trying to find their way. Uh, They're 4-8 right now. They have come off a recent victory, uh, but they continue to struggle. So I'm going to keep them down at 17. From there, we move up to the Cavs Legion. Again, this is a team that had Strainer, who really showed well at the point guard position last year uh is really struggling at that position this year. They have a team full of veterans. I'm not sure what is going on with this team, but they can't seem to find a point guard. Doza has struggled when he's been in that position. Uh he has shown some flashes that he uh he can do very very well in this league, but uh they continue to be up and down and continue to struggle at 4 and 6. Uh so they're at 7 they're at 16 right now for me. Moving up from there, we have the number 15 ranked team, Hawks Talon GC. Maybe one of the most talented point guards in the world. Uh, I don't know what the problem is there. They just can't seem to get it together. They started 3-1. and one. They're now 4-8. and eight. They've lost 7 of their last 8. So they continue to slide. So they're my number 15 team. Up from there, number 14, we got the Knicks Gaming who have arguably one of the most talented point guards that was in the draft this season. Uh, They're up and down, but I attribute that to probably just some rookie nerves. Once they figure things out, I think they will be okay. At number 13, Blazer 5. This is a team that's been up and down, and not being in the studio has taken away a lot of their trash talking, which they use as a strategy. So right now, they are a middle-of-the-pack team. Number 12, we got Gen G, who started off the season well, but they have slid recently. And Shifty Kai is also struggling a little bit after a very fast start. Uh, So their recent slide has put them down to number 12. At number 11, we have the T-Wolves Gaming, the defending champions, who have not played for quite a while. Uh, I had them ranked 11 last week, so I am going to keep them right at number 11 because I have not seen them play. At number 10, the Grizz Gaming. Grizz Gaming have potential to be one of the top five teams in the league. But again, inconsistency hurts them. Uh, Production outside of Vandy and Goofy sometimes is not there. So that continues to hurt them. So they will continue to be uh, ranked at number 10 for me. At number 9, Bucks Gaming, Reg, potentially the Rookie of the Year leading this team. This is a team that so badly needed a point guard last season. Now they have a really good one and the rest of the team is struggling. Plondo is is trying to find his way this year, uh, but when he and a and Squidris, when they are on, they can be really, really good. So. Uh, They're still worthy of being in the top 10. At number 8, Hornets Venom GT. For a first year franchise and without their number 1 center type, this team continues to do very well and continues to have a winning record with 7 wins and 4 losses. So they continue to be in my top 10 at number 8. At number 7, Nets GC. Again, a rookie point guard who is a YouTube sensation and was the first to hit legend in NBA 2K20. Uh, They had a number of off-court struggles or issues that they had to deal with at the start of the season. But when they have everything going, they can play very well. Shuttles is having a fantastic season at center. Uh, Chess has come in and has been a bright spot for them as well. And Chalk continues to be one of the top scorers in the league. Uh, The only only concern there is the off-court attitude and whether this team can continue to get along when things get tough for them. Moving on from the Nets, we have at number six, the Mavs Gaming, who quietly go about their business and continue to have a very good season after having a record 10 wins in a row last season. They're having another great season with Dimes. They got Sherm at point guard. Dimes has moved down to the two. Sometimes he plays the three. But he has accepted that role and is doing very well in it. Pete B. Bolin, not having as good a season as he did last year, but still having a very, very good season. So the Mavs gaming right now are sitting at 10-5, and they're looking very good. They're poised to take a run in the playoffs, and we'll see what they do. But for now... They continue to be my number five, number six team. At number five, Warriors Gaming Squad. This team continues to be very, very scary. They are 10-3 and three right now. And we recently interviewed CB13, who claims that they are a better team than they were last year. He cites a change in culture due to the new coach. He says that they are working harder than they've ever worked. And they practice as hard as they ever practiced. And they are taking more pride in their game than they ever have. So this team is a team to be feared. And they are a team to be reckoned with. So they are ranked right up there for me. Right at the top. Ahead of them are the Wiz Gaming at number 4. Wizards are a 10-2 and two. And this is a team that nobody talks about. They don't have any flashy superstars. The studio, Dayfry, is not seen this year. So we don't see a lot of Dayfry. JBM is not the most outspoken. They're just a quiet team. A well-coached team that goes about their business. And they show up and they play to win. And they win a lot. They're sitting right now at 10-2. Right at the top of the standings. So my number 4 team... Are the Wizards DG. The number three team. Are the Kingsguard Gaming. Kingsguard are at 9-4. and And I put them ahead of the Wizards. Because they have to deal with the West Coast lag. More often than the Wizards do. And they still continue to play through that. And continue to be one of the top teams in the league. Bash has come in. Drafted number 19. Late in the first round. Has been a pleasant surprise. Has been maybe the steal of the draft. After getting crushy at number three. One of the top leagues. locks in the league. Mix that with Dat Boy Shots. With Yusuf. This team is scary good. So for those reasons. They are my number three ranked team. Number two. Jazz Gaming. I already talked about them. In my team of the week. And this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with. The only thing stopping them are the number one team, which for me are the Raptors uprising. There is a, not a lot I have to say about this team. They just continue to roll at 13-0, and 0, clinch the playoff spot. They have not lost a regular season series yet this year. Kenny got work, is on pace to be an MVP this season. They are just scary good at how dominating this team is. So for all those reasons, spoken and unspoken, Raptors, GC, are my number one ranked team in this week's power rankings. Well, that'll wrap up another edition of the NBA 2K League show. As always, the Dash Radio studio line is open every NBA 2K League game night. Leave us a comment or a question for use on that evening's post-game GG Show.